amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Back at it again. It's another edition of the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show with your host, Rick Saratella, RIC, and the place to be. Telling it like it is since 2002 when it comes to the NFL Draft. And uh, we are very excited about the prospect we are going to profile and highlight for you today. Someone who was put on my radar this past season, a four-year starter for the Great Danes over at Albany. He is Jamal Robinson, and we're going to welcome him into the show in just a second. But first, let me just tell you about NFLDraftBible.com. We are on fire right now. Go over there. Check us out. The draft season is underway. The bowl season is wrapped up. The all-star circuit is about to begin. Before you know it, it'll be combine time and then off to the races for the Pro Day circuit like a great Dane. So why don't we welcome in our featured performer of the day on the Defiance Fuel Water hotline, DefianceFuel.com. He's Jamal Robinson. He joins us right now on the show. Welcome to the show, Jamal. We appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule, and I'm sure you are in the process of training and preparing uh, for the draft season. So uh, welcome to the show, and how's it going here today? Do we have you, Jamal? Okay, we'll try to get Jamal squared in uh, in just a second there. Uh, so see if we can work that out on the switchboard. So in the meantime, you know, this is a overachiever, uh, someone who coaches have heaped praise on, just on and off the field, someone who is just dedicated uh, to his craft and uh, three-time CAA all-academic team selection and a career standout for the Great Danes, 210 tackles, five interceptions, 30 passes. So we are going to try to welcome in Jamal to the show one more time. Hey, Jamal, are you with us? Jamal, are you with us? Going once, going twice, Jamal. Okay, we're trying to work in Jamal onto the highline. Live radio, folks, it happens. We'll see if we can get this situated. Uh, but, yeah, Jamal Robinson, five foot nine, 180-pound cornerback from Albany, uh, some big games this past season. And, of course, he is profiled right now on the NFLDraftBible.com. You can go and get his – full in-depth along with some of his highlight footage is going to be up there posted with this interview. You can check out all of his career stats and accolades, and we're going to follow his path to the draft between now and April, so we're looking forward to profiling his journey, and I think we finally have Jamal Robinson right now on the Defined Fuel Water Hotline. Jamal, is that you? It is me. How you doing? Uh, We're doing fantastic, Jamal, and uh, we're going to reset – Okay. 
reset the scene here and welcome you to the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. Uh, first off, talk to me about your training regimen and your daily workout in preparation for the NFL Draft. What's a typical day looking like for you right now? Yeah, I'm, at, I'm training down right now in um, Plantation, Florida, with a company called FitSpeed, um, head, headed by a trainer named Troy Jones, who I've known for a long time and I'm really comfortable with. I think he's one of the best in the business. Um, they have a really uh, really strict set, set schedule for us right now. It's pretty much an all-day thing, six days a week. Um, covers all bases from lifts to speed work, position drills, um, yoga, massages, um, therapies from um, licensed trainers. So they, it's the whole nine yards, and uh, we're working really hard. We're, we're um, really getting started um, this past week. was really our first week, and we're really kicking off, and we're already in full gear, full go, ready just to get as, as much out of it as we can. I know the Fit Speed guys very well. I actually <laughs> visited the uh, facility over the summer, had a chance to take a tour, and uh, – I know Brandon Marshall will be down there training with you guys as well. So, you know, uh, Jamal, let's start off with what you hope to achieve, you know, between now and the draft season. Obviously, at some point you're going to get a chance to perform in front of NFL scouts. You know, what are the goals and expectations heading into the draft season? What do you want them to take away from, from your personal workout? Um, well, I want to maximize my athleticism. You know, being a undersized corner, um, I know that's a lot of things. That's one of the areas that I can make up for that lack of size. So I, I guess to say, and and as far as the what a scout will look at in an undersized corner, so that's just you know explosiveness, speed, um, ability to jump, change direction, all those different areas in the game. I want to demonstrate that I can play. At, at the highest level and compete at the highest level um, based off of my athleticism and then also just sharpening up my technique skills and showing that I that I can perform and compete in that area as well. Yeah, and, you know, we'll get to um, my observations when I broke you down and studied you, but, you know, you mentioned the size, and we have you listed at five foot nine. 175 pounds. Obviously, that's going to be the big label that you're dubbed with by NFL scouts. But, you know, sometimes you can overcompensate for the lack of size with the heart and the demeanor. And when I watch your film, you play much bigger than your size. You're, you're jamming up the wide receivers at the line of scrimmage. You're getting your nose dirty, making tackles. And I think you were one of the leading tacklers, uh, you know, almost every year, 210 career tackles, which is rare for a cornerback of your size. Do you feel like you have to carry that chip on your shoulder and prove yourself that much more because you are going to be dubbed with that undersized label? And what are you going to tell NFL scouts when they try to uh, put that label on you? Yeah, uh, I definitely do feel that that, that um, label present. You know, it's something that I've been labeled with really my whole life is being undersized, but, you know, ever since I was a little kid, I was always, I was raised by my parents, you know, always have heart, never back down from anything, and I think that I really carry that with me onto the field to the point where I don't even notice that, uh, that I'm undersized, you know, I don't, 
going to games, looking at anybody thinking they're big or bigger than me or thinking that I'm undersized and I got to overcompensate. I just try to go out there and play football. And I hope, and I hope to show scouts that that's not going to be, that that's not a handicap of mine, but rather just what it is. But like I said, it's not a handicap and to not let that be the thing that deters my opportunity at the next level is really just my main goal and really just what I want to show to everybody. Yeah, and, you know, this is uh, this is not new to you, Jamal. I mean, from my understanding, you were not heavily recruited out of high school, didn't have a whole ton of scholarship offers. But, you know, when you did come to Albany, you made an immediate impact. You impressed the coaching staff from day one. I don't even think they knew what you were about to hit them with because of the impact that you made in uh, such a short period of time. And then over the course of your four-year career, uh, how did you wind up at Albany and how did you make that quick transition from high school to college? Yeah. Um, first, like you said, I was, I really wasn't highly recruited out of um, high school. You know, I had a, a lot of schools that were looking at me, but never, ever, that never actually pulled the, the trigger on like offering me scholarships most of the time they some schools actually quite a few schools they actually outright even told me like they just wanted somebody bigger so for like whatever reason it was whether it's that one or for other reasons I wasn't very highly recruited out of high school but as I'm sure you know um my my year coming into college was coach Catuso's first year and like they got the job around Christmas and you know, by that point, it's pretty late in the game to be recruiting. So they're scrambling. They were scrambling to recruit guys, and then they came to my they came to to Damasa, my high school, and asked my my coach, coach coach Elijah Brooks, about any guys that that um they think they they should take a look at, and he gave a good great recommendation um on me. And actually, they pulled the trigger and offered me before they even saw my film. So I guess I kind of got pretty lucky there. But once I got to the school, um. From day one, I just had great coaching. I had really great coaching, um, starting off with my um, recruiting coach, who was no longer there, but um, our, I mean, not Mark, excuse me, Coach Benson, who was our defensive coordinator, defensive back coach. And then even further on, once he left, Coach Clark and uh, Coach Sanchez, they they really just elevated my game to a, a, a to the next level and really allowed me to become, you know, the player that I am today. So I really just owe it all to great coaching and um, – just working hard. Sometimes it's about being in the right place at the right time and capitalizing on the opportunity, and that's what Jamal Robinson has done. And he is the Great Danes leader in that secondary and on the defensive side of the ball, cornerback uh, out of Albany here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. And, you know, Jamal, let's talk about your leadership characteristics, being a four-year starter, being a senior team leader, and obviously the underclassmen looking up to you. Uh, what kind of leadership skills do you possess? Are you a guy that leads by example? Are you a guy that will deliver a fiery halftime speech if need, by, need be? Give us a little uh, taste of what your leadership skills are like. I'll definitely say I'm um, a lead by example type of guy, and I think that uh, most guys would say that. You know, I'm not, the ty- I'm not really the type to – be in the way where I don't I don't like what what I like to call just white noise, which is just you know just talking to talk and just to hear your own voice. I don't I'm not really into that. So 
I, I'm a big lead by example type of guy, but especially later on in my career, like my junior, senior year, I really, I did develop um, a lot stronger of a um, sense of speaking when necessary. And like, that's what, that's what I, I like to do. You know, I will, there, there have been times this past year, especially when, you know, I've got, gotten into it with a guy or I've had, to, you know, I've given a speech, we've called, I've called some, some defensive meetings and, if I, if I feel like it's necessary to have those types of things, I have absolutely no problem talking to the team, talking to a guy one-on-one, talking to the defense, whatever it may be, because I've, if you don't say – if you don't say um, – if you don't speak up when you see a problem, then you're really just as bad as the, the problem itself. So, again, I don't like to just talk to talk. I'm not – I really hate that type of a – that type of a thing and that type of a role. But when it when I find it when I find it necessary, I really have something to say. I have like no problem speaking up. It's a great attitude to have and a great way to be. Jamal Robinson, Albany cornerback, and uh, again his full scouting report up on the NFLDraftBible.com. We've dug deep into this one. He's a good one. Mark it down for the memory bank for the upcoming 2018 NFL draft. Jamal, when I broke you down, you know. I, I like your versatility. It seems like uh, you've been playing that boundary corner spot there, uh, both man-to-man coverage and zone concepts. But I, I, I think you really thrive as a cover man-to-man corner. I love your physicality. Uh, again, you know, we talked about jamming guys at the line of scrimmage, but I think your mirror skills are uh, one of your best attributes, and I think you do an excellent job, as I noted in the scouting report, just – locating the ball, keeping yourself between the ball and the the uh, opposition and being able to adjust and adapt to the ball while it's in the air. But I always like to get the, the scouting report straight from the horse's mouth and, you know, mm-hmm. if somebody's tuning in to you for the first time, they're going to pop in your game film. You tell us what people should expect to see when they break down your film. Uh, I think that – your assessment is actually pretty pretty accurate in my opinion. Um, one thing that I, I really pride myself on is my press man. You know, being in the boundary in our defense, you're 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 stuck one on one with the with the X receiver who is usually the other team's best route runner, their 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 main guy because they get the that's where you get the the one on one matchup. See, most of the time it's in the boundary, it's the shortest throw. That's where quarterbacks are most comfortable looking to throw the ball. So. We do, you know, one thing that we did every day in practice is we always worked on press drills and we always worked on our ball, our ball drills. So I feel like um, over the course of the year, that's one thing that I became pretty strong on was my press man mirroring the receiver, cutting him off at the line, and um, making him play on the ball. I think that also another area that um, I'm pretty strong in is I'm really aggressive, and that's both in the pass and in the run. I like to, you know, I do like to play to break on the ball. I do like to keep play um, challenge short routes, and I also like to come up and uh, crack in the place a lot. You know, I get, a, I got a lot of that into the boundary. That's, you know, a lot of which, um, a lot of the reason why I had, you know, that many tackles was because a lot of teams like to crack in the place, probably because they see, you know, what they think, what they perceive as a smaller corner to the boundary, you know, one on one with the back, and then they figure as though they can, you know, take advantage of that matchup, but. You know, that's another thing we worked on pretty much every day was cracking a place. So I feel as though um, I played a run pretty well, too. 
Yeah, they find out that you got a little something-something waiting for them. 210 <laughs> career tackles, five interceptions, 30 pass breakups. He is Jamal Robinson. He joins us right now on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show and also a, a multiple, you know, all-academic CAA uh, selection. So, Jamal, I mean, how have you balanced the classroom academics in addition to football not always an easy task to juggle both. What's the secret to your success? Yeah, like you said, it is it's really hard. It's really challenging, you know, because the day is only but so long. But I feel like um, since I was a, since I was a been a little kid, like my mother's like, especially my mom, she's like really been hard on me about school and getting my grades done and, you know, making sure school always comes first. And that's one thing that was never played around with in my household. So, like, that's kind of just a thing that I I just knew I had to do. Like, I wouldn't feel right if I didn't, you know, give my all in the classroom, didn't show up to class, didn't do my homework. And I know my mom would, you know, whip my tail if I didn't too. So I just kind of just took those lessons that I learned from since I was a little kid and just really stuck to that discipline as I was on my own in college. And uh, things kind of fell into place for me. Yeah, and you've also, I'm sure they're proud of your work in the community off the field as well, uh, something you've, you know, picked up as a collegiate player. A lot of times players don't begin to give back to the community until they go on to the next level, but you've already gotten involved, and I know you've done some work for the Advocacy Center for Sexual Violence, which helps victims on campus. Uh, tell us a little bit more about your work with that program. Yeah, um, it's actually, a, it was a really, it was a new program. This is our first year of the program, and, um, one of the one of the main things that we were looking to do is just reach out to our students to get get as much involvement as possible um, in bringing awareness to the advocacy center on campus and also to um, helping those who those who who are victims or those who are uh, I guess in relation to a victim of sexual violence because as, I mean I I know not everybody realizes it but it's actually a, a very abundant thing unfortunately that goes on and. You know, I just I I have a passion to help people. I guess I don't I'm not really sure where it stems from, but I just have a passion to help people in that field, in respect to that. And um, the opportunity presented itself actually through football through a presentation that our coaches um, had kind of gotten for us during camp, and like the opportunity presented itself to join that organization. I just I just jumped on it, and it's honestly it's one of the greatest things I greatest decisions I've ever made because it just it's really fulfilling and knowing that you're helping something with a much greater cause. And I see here, uh, you know, you had an opportunity. You were invited to a uh, speech by Governor Mayor uh, Cuomo, Governor now Andrew Cuomo. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, that was, um, that was actually one of the craziest experiences of my life. You know, it was, it was really caught off guard because I wasn't expecting anything like it. I was actually on my way down to Florida when I got, called and with the invitation and um I was just really overjoyed that um that I was invited to such an event and um that I that to be recognized for working with the advocacy center and uh honestly it was just a really it was just a really good experience and um, I'm glad that it's such a such a um focal point in society today because it really is something that's unfortunately untalked like not talked about as much as it really should be. And, um, you know, the fact that I was invited 
it's really an honor. It was really an honor to me, and uh, I'm so thankful for that opportunity. As, and also, I just wanted to point out that, like, you know, even though I was got so much press behind behind it because of me being a football player and an athlete and the whole nine, um, there's a whole team of there's a team of of um, ladies who are working in that organization, and they're just phenomenal with it with what they do, and um, just the, they deserve just as much recognition as I do, and they don't always get it, I guess, because of the platform that I can reach through to football. But those ladies are doing great work um, with the organization as well. And just as many people as we can get, you know, fighting for that cause is just a benefit. Well, we commend you for your work, and that is a a hot-button topic. And uh, definitely we love everything that you do with that organization. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit about your background and upbringing. You do have uh, an older brother, James, who was a four-year starter for the uh, Pitt Panthers, the basketball team, and he's currently playing overseas. So he's, you know, he's kind of gone through the process of uh, making the jump and, and getting to the next level and playing professionally. Has he given you any advice on the process now that you're preparing to take your game to the next level? And if so, you know, what kind of uh, advice has he been able to share with you? Yeah, James is uh... – He's just a, a a well of information and just just a great resource to have. You know, I talk to him every single. I talk to him literally every single day. You know, sometimes it's just you know us just kicking it around, or whatever. But a lot of times we are talking about you know what it is to be a pro- professional athlete. And um, like you asked me the question earlier about um, what type of leader I am. I my brother is probably the greatest example I've ever seen of lead by example. Um, I. Bar none, I don't know anybody who works harder than him. And a lot of times when I'm when I'm working out or when I'm, you know, tired or whatever it may be, anything that requires any sort of effort, like I really do look to him because of the example that he has set and just showing me what it is to be a professional athlete and how how hard it is. And you know, I just try to emulate what he does because, like I said, he just. Uh, He's just the greatest example, and that's really what it is. You know, he does. He offers me so much information and so much advice on, you know, the ins and outs of the business, and you know, ins and outs of how to better myself as an athlete and as just a young man. So, having him is just like a golden resource for me. Jamal Robinson. Albany cornerback, Great Danes in the building here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show with your host Rick Saratella and. You know, Jamal, I see your hometown listed as uh, Mitchellville, Maryland. I don't know too much about it. Tell us what it was like uh, growing up there in Mitchellville, Maryland, and are you born and raised? Did you move around? Give us a little taste of uh, growing up there in Maryland. I'm born and raised. I've actually lived in, I've lived in the same house my entire life. I've been really blessed. Um, I have two great two great parents. got a great older brother, and uh, the whole – Anybody who knows me knows my family, they travel, they travel deep. You know, I got a lot of support all around the country from Rhode Island, Georgia, and all in between. And just uh, growing up in Maryland was just, uh, I'm I'm really proud of where I'm from. You know, I played, I played, I grew up playing in uh, Glenard in Maryland, the Glenard Bulldogs, Peppermill, Peppermill Pirates. And um, just learning, I just learned so much because I got to meet so many different types of people. You know, from all different backgrounds, all different races, 
And uh, I, I just really broadened my horizon to see so much that I feel like a lot of people didn't really get the chance to see, and that's just a blessing in and of itself. And then, that, you know, that, that um, was kind of just like my segue into DeMatha, which um, I, I don't think that anybody, I don't think there's a high school in the country that can compete with it in just any, any field that you can name. So it was just, uh, I feel as though I'm really, I'm really proud of where I'm from, and I just I couldn't be happier. All right, good stuff. We're finding out more and more information about Jamal Robinson here. Uh, the pride of Maryland is in the building. And, you know, how about, you know, when you're not playing football, Jamal, when you're not studying football, preparing for the next level, I know between your academics and your collegiate career, you don't have that much downtime. But what do you like to do in your free time? What do you like to do when you relax? And do you have any hobbies that you enjoy? Um. You know, I, I watch a I watch a lot of Law and Order. To be honest, if I'm not watching football or, or basketball or, or soccer or something, I'm pretty much in there on TV watching Law and Order. That's my favorite show. One SVU, and um, if it's not that, as far as active things I like to do, you know, I just I really like to just hang out with my friends. You know, I got a lot of great friends from over the years. From I hang out with the same kids, so I was in a three-year-old class with still to this day, and uh, we pretty much hang out every single day. We talk every single day. And if I'm not with them, I'm with my other my other friends, my, my other um, friends who played football with me at the Masters. Um, you know, JJ, Dale, Bentley, those guys who them, them they've come to be like my brothers. So we all just hang out. We're at each other's houses, just kicking in the basement, playing PlayStation, eating up everybody's food, whatever it is. You know, we just like to hang out. All right, and uh, you know, you mentioned. You like to watch uh, some TV. I'm sure you like to watch some NFL as well. I'm curious to know, you know, who are some of the corners at the next level that you enjoy watching? Who are some of the cornerbacks past or present that you'll put on film and just uh, try to break them down? And, I, you know, I know the great players always study the tendencies of, of great other great players and try to grasp a little bit of of, of – as much as they can. Uh, who are some of those guys that you enjoy watching? Yeah, um, there's a couple guys that I really like. I really like to watch. One guy I really like to watch is uh, I like to watch Cortland Finnegan. You know, he's a um, he's not he's not you know he's not really the biggest corner in the in the world either, but he plays with so much like just so much fire and just so much like he's so competitive. I really like to just watch him. If more so of anything else, just for like uh, just to kind of like emulate um, just the, the just the, the spark that he plays with, you know, the intensity, the physical, he's physical as they come. He likes to really get up in the receiver's face. He comes downhill, he'll hit you. Like, I really like to watch Corlin Finnegan a lot. And then also, I was, I'm was i a big uh, Darrell Revis fan just because of he's just a technician, you know. Everything that he does, is, especially like um, his man-to-man, his, his, his uh, mirror at the line of scrimmage, I feel like he's about as good as they come at that. So I have a lot of fun watching those two guys and just looking at their highlights, looking at their practice film. I watch one-on-one reps of them off just off of YouTube. And um, I, really, I really enjoy watching them play. Well, definitely some great players to learn from and, and study up on. Uh, we're winding down here with Jamal Robinson, the Albany cornerback here on the NFL Draft Bible split, uh, Player Spotlight Show. Just one or two more, Jamal. 
uh, as we wind down before we let you go, and we appreciate the time here today. Uh, we always like to kind of wind down and wrap things up with this question. You know, if I was an NFL general manager, I want you to tell me why I should draft Jamal Robinson come April. I believe, um, first and foremost, um, I'm a really hard worker. You know, I'm the type of guy who will – I'll do whatever it is that team needs. I'm, I think if you talk to any of my coaches, any of my teammates in the past, they'll always tell you that. I've always put the name on the front of the jersey before the name on the back of the jersey. You know, some, and, you know, that has its – of course, that always has its pluses and benefits. But that's one thing that no matter what has never seemed to change for me. Like, even in times when I've, like, really have thought or uh, I've been told whatever may be the case may be, like, um, you really got to do whatever it is maybe for yourself, whatever. You know, it's a business. Everybody says it's a business. You got to gotta market yourself. You got to do this. You got to do that. But I've, I've never been able to put myself before the team. Like, it's just, I don't know, it's just not in my nature. And so I'm, I'm a guy who just, I do everything for the people who play, who are next to me. And I just, I feel like that when you play for a cause bigger than yourself, such as your teammates, um, that just allows you to really exceed expectation, really exceed what your, maybe your natural ability is. Well, that's a great mentality to have. And, you know, NFL scouts are going to love that attitude when they get a chance to sit down and talk with you one-on-one. You know, before we wrap things up, Jamal, I mean, what's the plan of attack between now and the draft? I know you're working on lining up some, some workouts. Do you have anything uh, set in stone yet? Um, or do you want to update us at another time so we can provide our listening audience with an update? But what's, what's the plan of attack here for the next four months? Uh, right now, um, we're still uh, working out the dates and um, events that I'm going to appear in to um, showcase myself. So I'm not really sure at the moment of everything, like concrete answers. But so for just for right now, it's just keep grinding, keep working. So when it is time to show, we can put the best products on the field. Absolutely. And it's still very early uh, preliminary part of the draft process. And I'm sure you'll get that all situated and you'll keep us posted so we can keep everybody else posted and let everyone know. And of course, Jamal's, uh, in-depth scouting report is up on the NFLDraftBible.com along with this interview and we'll have his video and highlight film up there as well. Uh, Jamal, before we let you go, anybody else that you'd like to thank or uh, give a shout out to uh, before we wrap up, the stage is yours. Uh, just thankful. I'm just thankful for my entire family, for my, my parents supporting me for, you know, 21 going on 22 years pretty soon and, um, just thankful for all the love and the encouragement for them, from them, my brother, my teammates, um, my coaches, my friends, and, of course, most of all, God, for just the blessings that he's bestowed upon me. So with that, that's pretty much all I've got. Well, we thank you for uh, joining us here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. It went a little bit longer than I anticipated. So, again, I thank you for your time and your patience, but I, uh, I learned a lot from our conversation and I look forward to chatting with you over the next four months. Again, I'm sure you'll keep us posted so we can update everybody on your progress and your path to the draft. Tell the people at uh, fit speed. I said, hello and uh, look forward to uh, hearing back from you soon, Jamal. I will definitely do that. Thank you. 
All right, you got it. That's uh, Jamal Robinson, the Albany cornerback, the Great Danes of Albany, a four-year starter, career overachiever, uh, 210 tackles, very active, five interceptions, 30 pass breakups, just flying around the field like his hair is on fire. And, you know, listed at five foot nine, 175, you would never think that by the, his style of play, his tenacity, uh, aggressiveness, as you heard. And really someone, you know, my comparison was Dante Dion, uh, who is right now currently with the New York Giants, another guy that was, you know, dubbed undersized, but could not hold back his heart. And I think that's the one thing, you know, when you evaluate NFL draft prospects, the scouts will tell you that you can't measure, you don't really know what you got inside until you bring them into the building and you get them next to each other and let the best man win out. And I can guarantee you this, folks. When Jamal Robinson gets into an NFL camp, he is going to make it near impossible to get rid of him. I mean, this is the kind of guy that you want all 53 to be like in terms of work ethic and practice style. And, you know, his coaches, again, have just praised his passion for the game, his leadership and tangibles. You heard him talk about his work on and off the field, just a great athlete and a prospect that you need to know for the upcoming 2018 NFL draft. So remember where you heard it here first on the NFL draft Bible player spotlight show. I was your host, Rick Saratella for another edition. Of course, we'll be bringing you more interviews leading up to the 2018 NFL draft. So if you're listening here on blog talk radio, on iTunes, on NFL please do subscribe it and share it and spread the word because uh, we appreciate everybody for tuning in and uh, hopefully this was enjoyable for you as it was for me. But again, we'll be back with more interviews and uh, along the way, you check us out on Twitter at NFL draft Bible for all the latest and greatest stuff. Of course, NFL If you're just catching parts and bits and pieces of this interview, you want to hear it in, in its entirety. You want to get Jamal Robinson's full in-depth scouting report, log on NFL a uh, special shout-out to Coach Panker. Again, we appreciate Jamal Robinson for taking the time here and our sponsors at DefianceFuel.com. Uh, for Rick Saratella, till the next time, everybody, we appreciate it. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.